Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Hello, good morning. Welcome in once again to our daily spiritual practice of tarot. 20 minutes a day to really tune in and center your spirit so you can walk through the world and especially your relationships with more clarity, more ease, and just a lot less of the urge to lose ourselves inside of overgiving and self-sacrificing and and really just downplaying ourselves to the point of feeling loss of who we are. So um, welcome in. If you're new, that's what I'm all about here. If you are returning, then of course you already know this. Um, Welcome. I am another day on the road. (laughs) Heading out this morning um, to the to head through Manitoba, um, heading for a nice little Airbnb this afternoon. Uh, today looks like the weather is probably going to be the worst weather on my trip. There's rain and maybe some snow. And so I'm not, um, going to be doing a, a big eight to 10 hour day today, finding a little spot to hunker down for the evening until the weather gets nicer. So I'm actually really excited to do some monthly tarot reads while I'm there for, um, for May because May is coming so soon. So, um, with that said, um, today while I was driving through, um, Saskatchewan, I actually re-listened to the podcast episode I did for April. And I went back and listened to my sun sign, which is Sagittarius. And, um, I gotta say, I really took a lot from it. I think there was some major moments. And at this time of the month where that reading is really beginning to wane, um, if we're thinking about moon energy, it's, it's beginning to wane. Um, it's beginning to disappear into a more new moon type energy. And, um, but I could really reflect and see so much of, um, my month. And it gave me a chance to really rethink over my month of April. April went so quickly for me. It's, it's continuing to go so quick. Um, so it was nice to pause and try to actually remember, um, remember what, what I was going through at the beginning of this month so much, so much. Um, so if you have not gone back to re-listen to April's reading and kind of reflect a little bit, um, highly recommend scrolling back, um, to find yours. I think there was four episodes, one for each, um, element type. So if you're water sign, fire sign, air or earth, you will find that. And then in each one is an individual reading for each sign. So, um, head back. It was so good. The other beautiful thing happening today, um, this, this past day was, it was my two year anniversary with my love who I'm going to finally be with on the other side of the province. And that was really exciting. And we got a chance to really chat for a good hour and, um, 
we we share things we really love about each other. I was saying, damn, I don't know if you know people like this, but it's like, um, they can kind of get off track after you ask them a question. So I shared some things I really um, enjoy about him. And um, <laughs> it, I had to kind of like ask him for mine, um, which we both chuckled about because um, he he's just wonderful. And the things he says, I just love listening to him. <laughs> but sometimes it gets off track. So um, that was really nice today. And we got a good, good little chuckle out of me asking. And, um, it it was nice to hear what he saw in me, uh, that I don't notice about myself often. And it was good too, to just talk about the relationship. And we even discussed a little bit about, um, I, I had posted this on, Uh, a little bit on Instagram with a post just as a tribute to put the energy of celebration of us in the air. Um, But we were able to actually share about relationship phases we went through and how some were the same and some were different. Like our experience of it was actually different than each other's. And I think that's really important because I talk a lot on this podcast about how important it is to think about not just asking how people feel, but what are they experiencing right now? Because when we can ask people, what are you experiencing? Um, it, it really allows each of us to have our own experience of the same thing and neither person's wrong. And when I lead that way, I find, and we find together my partner and I, um, we're not on the ego throne. We're not fighting it out, um, (laughs) over who's right. And we're not trying to prove our point. And it's not to say that doesn't creep in, but it is so low with him and I, um, it's definitely way heightened with me and other people, (laughs) but the dynamic him and I share, um, it's so low because we're always just honoring that we always have a different experience, even if the same thing. Um, and so it was really cool. It was really cool to, um, hear that experience from him and what phases he thinks our relationship has gone through, um, from what he's felt and experienced. And I was able to share mine. So fun stuff. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to stop chatting to you about this. (laughs) Um, but you know, I always love to share a little bit about my day before we begin, uh, because that's what I would do if you were here doing an at home tarot practice with me. Um, so I think that that's just really important, um, to note, you know, it doesn't have to be, um, standoffish. I think some people can feel that way with tarot and, uh, that is not my approach at all. If you know me, you know me, if you know me, you know that, um, that's not my approach. So with that said, let's get into our cards today. So our self abandonment card, this is how we might be, um, denying ourselves, losing ourselves, just engaging in behavior that, that really pulls and tugs us away from our essence. 
And that is the seven of cups card, seven of cups. So, um, an emotion, a heart card, and then the self-returning card. So how we can come back to ourselves, home to ourselves, recenter within, feel that really, um, stable force within us that makes us, us and able to move through the world. Um, that was the reverse devil card. <laughs> so, um, very, very interesting, um, mix today, I guess you could say mix. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, seven of cups and the reverse devil. So what I really noticed in this kind of right off the hop was that there, there's an air of freedom really coming in today and that there really was, there's really been a lot on our mind. Let me put it that way. Um, there's really been a lot on our mind and that we can really, um, lose ourselves when we think we have to make a decision because any, any options in our head right now are probably options and probably ways forward and probably choices that are rooted in our usual patterns. And the devil in reverse comes in to say, it's time to release this urgency and this self-judgment we have to make decisions when we're not ready to make them, to force clarity when we're not ready for this. Like we don't know enough. We're not ready for this clarity. And that all of this is rooted in areas of our life where we're very codependent because the devil is the codependent card. And it doesn't mean when the devil shows up, there's codependency here. It could be that codependency is being healed. It could be that codependency is kind of running rampant. And it could be that addiction and excessiveness and obsession even overthinking about one thing all the time, that's obsession. Um, it could be that those things are running the show, or it could be that we are healing those things in ourselves. So the devil's just a very interesting card. Um, because it's in reverse, there is some energy here that we're being released, right? We are cutting the by the, the binds that tie us to these old patterns and these ways of doing things and these attachments, um, that are unhealthy for us. So let me go really deep into seven of cups for a minute, because I really want to talk about this card. It's such an interesting card to get as a self-abandonment. 
And this card in the traditional Rider Waite Smith deck is a picture of somebody's back to us and there's clouds out in front of them. And in these clouds, there's all sorts of cups filled with all sorts of things. There's, um, there's a snake in one. There's uh, what looks kind of like the tower card in another. There's jewels. There's kind of a phantom type uh, imagery and a woman and all of these things. And the seven of cups, you know, sevens, something new I'm learning about the sevens is that the sevens are about obstacles. They always have been. Um, and, and that is something I have always learned and noticed in these. But the way we solve these became very apparent to me when I was listening to another tarot reader talk about it. And I thought, I've never noticed this. And yet it was an immediate yes for me. Um, and that is that the seven show obstacles that we think are external. We're waiting for something external to kind of solve these obstacles. And we're looking to external things to, um, to attend to what's going on. So we feel better or some sort of outcome happens we want. Yet the real message in the sevens is that none of that will work, that it's internal. So it's that idea of we think if something external changes, then we'll be satisfied or then these obstacles would clear up. But actually it's the only way we can deal with these obstacles is within us. And I thought, oh yes, because I see this imagery again and again, it was such a clear way to explain the sevens. And so the seven of cups being about emotions and being about all of these desires and these options and these choices and these ways forward and these things that we want, we can get really lost, not in the daydreaming, the daydreaming's great, but in the fact that we really, really think we have to choose something. We think because there's seven options within us that we need to pick one and move ahead. And actually the seven of cups isn't about that. The seven of cups is saying, if you still have this many options ahead of you, then you're not ready to make this decision. If you are still oscillating between two, three, four, seven um, possibilities, whether that be in how you're handling your partnership or people you wanting to date, or how you want to approach that, or even what you want next in your life. I mean, you could apply this everywhere. This could be the next project you want to work on. Just because you have all these options actually doesn't mean you're prepared to make a choice. Enforcing clarity where clarity isn't available because you need to sit with it longer. Um, is it is really it denies us because we'll force a decision on ourselves that we weren't clear on or that hadn't even materialized like life had not shown us that this particular option was the one to go with 
Uh, life did not give us breadcrumbs and provide opportunities that continued to lead towards a certain option. We were actually at the beginning line and with, with seven different paths in front of us. And instead of waiting for a guide or waiting for um, some sort of, you know, whatever it might be, a star or um, something that says, hey, this path is open, come this way. It's pre- This one's more prepared for you. This is the one for you. You kind of sit there without any of that and go, I have to choose. I have to choose. And so you choose and you move ahead and you get halfway down and then it, it you realize this wasn't the choice for you. Um, and you know, this just happens. This is not a wrong thing, but whatever we have in our head right now, whatever multitude of choices we have, this energy in this reading is telling me, and I'm hearing none of these choices are for us. None of them are clear yet. None of them have been flushed out yet. And in fact, it could be rooted in the devil energy, meaning if we're still running by our patterns unconsciously, then all the options that we imagine in our head are probably based in that same pattern, but we can't see it. That is the thing about unconscious patterns. They're sneaky. They're so sneaky they make us think we're actually making a brand new type of decision when really it's kind of like the same decision, but a different side of the coin, like two sides of the same coin. Um, and so this is a little bit like slow down. There's a good chance. None of these options are for you or none of these options are for you yet. None of them are fully prepared for you. And so you have to kind of unhook, and this is where the devil comes in. The way we return to ourselves with the devil reverse is we free ourselves from the pattern of forcing decisions onto ourselves, onto other people, as a way to gain certainty. And I tell you, So much of codependence is about one person forcing some type of certainty, usually through control or manipulation onto another in order to blank, right? If certainty for you is your partner sticking around being with you, then you will try to control or manipulate the situation, at least in a way that makes sense to some sort of deep primal attachment in you to make them stay. Okay. And so chances are with the seven of cups, all the choices ahead of you are probably rooted either in some sort of control, some sort of ultimatum to get certainty even though certainty is just not a thing we get, we like to think we can get certainty. If someone says something, we take it as certainty. And then we get mad when they, they change their mind, but we're all human and we all change our mind. That's why uncertainty is just not like certainty is just not a thing. I can't promise how I will feel tomorrow. 
I really just can't. No one can. So, um, that could be one thing. And of course it could be so many other things of, you know, maybe your codependency is more about controlling, um, how much time you spend together with your partner or how, um, how you're perceived by people who date you, um, is another big one with codependency is I must control exactly what this person sees of me, um, in order to blank, which is usually in order to extend the dating relationship or, um, move it into some sort of exclusive situation or whatever situation you want. Um, and so this happens all over and we do it in more than relationships, right? We do it in way more than just relationships. And so the reverse devil comes in to say, you need to free yourself from even thinking you have to make a decision here. There's no one behind you saying you have to make a decision. And if there is someone forcing you to make a decision right now, then tell them your decision is to wait, to wait and see, to give yourself some more time because it feels like you don't have the choices in front of you that you'd want or that feel like they're not rooted in some sort of like old pattern or old addiction or old obsession that just isn't healthy for you. And that's really honest and that's very freeing. And the reverse devil wants to liberate you. And in this case, it wants to liberate you from thinking you will get emotional fulfillment from making a decision when there's just too many options to choose from. And so actually none of them are for you yet. None of them have begun to materialize. And so you don't actually know which one to move towards. And in fact, if you wait and see in a week, in two weeks, in a month, in three months, a whole new option, a whole new way forward, a whole new path, a whole new decision might actually slowly come to you, whether it's through other people or something you read or just something that slowly forms in your intuition that actually may be exactly what's needed. And all the opportunities are there and everything comes together for this thing to happen. Or it just becomes really clear um, that whatever has whatever path you need to take needs to be taken. And so waiting to see is actually a great strategy for clarity because it shows you what's available in your life versus what you can dream up in your head. And our head can be so limited because it is controlled by that devil energy. It's really controlled by our old patterns and it's really hard to see your own unconscious patterns unless say you're working one-on-one with somebody where you can tell them all those things and have them reflect back to you what patterns they see. Um, somebody you really, really trust. So, um, so that's where we're at today. So consider if you are somebody who's been trying to figure out all sorts of options 
in your love life, in your work life, in your friendships, choices you feel you have to make, desires you feel you have to choose to move ahead towards, and consider that actually you can free yourself from them. You're the only one. You are the only one thinking of them. You're the only one who has them there in your head, in your daydreams, in your imagination. And you can free yourself from having to move ahead on any of them if none of them feel like life is starting to root them. Because life will start to grow roots on one, on something. Um, and I, I, I can't stress enough how much this reading says, don't force yourself down a path that you just made up in your head today that hasn't shown itself to be grounded or hasn't, hasn't shown you, hasn't had the little breadcrumbs, hasn't had the roots start to kind of come together naturally in your life. Um, I could talk about this topic for ages because decision-making is something I'm passionate about, like how we make decisions, because I think the people who approach me a lot for tarot, and even before when I was doing some one-on-one work um, with people, the biggest thing people often wanted out of our session was clarity and choice and what decision they should make. And I still get people like that. I'd say a lot of the time. And so decision-making is just this important thing that we all are grappling with. And this is my own way of making a decision and it might look different for you. So again, just consider what I said, notice what came up for you. Notice what you thought of first. Notice how it felt to consider that none of the options you in particular, like your mind has made up or your heart has kind of told your mind, like we're supposed to desire these things that, that, that may not actually be it yet. And what it would feel like to wait a little bit longer um, and, and see what begins to materialize into your life. And it could be something even better, or it could be something you could have never guessed. You could never have just made it up in your head today that this would then happen in two months, say. So I'm going to leave you with that. Of course, always (laughs) take what you will. Um, and really apply this to your relationship because that devil, like I said, is so much of codependency. And so it may be a relationship decision you're making that you need to just wait and see and watch how it begins to materialize, which decision begins to naturally materialize in your life. And, um, let me know how it goes if you try this because it is something I have begun to live by. And um, yeah, and I don't know if it works for everybody or if it just works for me and some people. So 
Um, I will leave you there today to consider all of this. And I hope to see you again tomorrow. Care about you lots. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.